Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the tree is, is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you here? You we always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My, my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys in the show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, guys. How's everyone doing today? Welcome to Props and Cash with Jason Dunn and Marcus Dash and my brother Tasia Dash on the Chief Concerns channel. How's everyone hanging in there on a Friday? Man, come on. It's a Friday, man. We always hang it on Friday. We're always ready for a Friday, right? So, You're right. You know, we're, we're, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually good around like Thursday, Thursday, midday Thursday on. I'm like, all right, good. We're down the hill. Let's take take the foot off the gas and just let's just cruise. I, I remember in college. I remember once we got to Thursday night football. <laughs> I would uh, like that was when my weekend started. I had a class Friday. Chances are, I probably wasn't going to that morning class. I was I was making an excuse like that. My my professor saying, "Oh yeah." sick uh any like any class assignments i'll do it but like uh, yeah i'm not gonna be able to make it in but once thursday night football came it was you know it was a weekend pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> and uh of course friday night friday night lights i'm going to see my nephew play tonight they're one of their last home games as a senior quarterback i'm repping his uh, little t-shirt jersey i have here my guy aiden dash okay yeah love Hopefully it he hopefully tosses some t- tutties he's going against my uh my my former high school coach uh on the other team and uh, let's just say he and I didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. He like he ended up leaving on my uh, during my junior year. He ended up going to uh, our rival high school, um, going into my senior year. So we uh, he bailed on us at the p- very, very pivotal point of your high school career, JD. Leaving leaving on the senior year of your high school class, it's, you don't do that. Man, you know what? If he's looking for opportunities or he has something else that, that came up, then you can you can forgive me for it, right? Uh, but if he's just bailing on it, like, hey, man, I, you know what? I, these kids, I can't do it anymore. Uh, then he probably didn't need to be there. But, it, but it, is he a legend? Was he a legend? Mm-mm, no, he wanted to be. He, he ended up going to another high school, was there for two years, underperformed significantly, got let go, went went to become an assistant elsewhere, and then went to this high school um, last year. He was what I was telling you about, the, um, the, the kid who ended up going to Penn State, the, the edge rusher. He wanted him to go to Georgia. The kid chose Penn State. Kid's a tough four-star recruit. Kid ended up going to uh, Penn State. Like just totally, like didn't talk to the kid for the rest of the season because <laughs> you want him to go to Georgia that badly. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Um, well, that's a, I mean, you know how it is, JD. You saw it at all levels of pettiness from coaches and scouts and all that stuff on all levels. So yeah, <laughs> I have, I have seen it. That's that's yeah. a fact. I have seen it. Um. But we won't bore you guys any more high school talk or any of this pettiness from coaches. Uh, it's time to get into some bets. Um, so last week, um, Tasia and I both went three of five. I did the numbers. I thought I went four or five, but I looked back at the numbers again. It was that last run that Brees Hall had that knocked my uh, under 48 and a half to uh, over. I think he only had 56 yards rushing on the game, but it was that last run, the game saver that Brian Cook had on, the, on that tackle. But uh, we're going to look at the uh, the bets from last week, just kind of look at how we performed last week. Yikes. Three of five. See too many reds on there. See too many red X's there, JD. I'm, I'm not a fan. Mm. Well, you know what? I would I would have taken those bets uh, for the McKinnon plus, you know, two plus receptions, which should have been good on that. 
McKinnon, oh, 2.5. I mean, come on. We think McKinnon definitely would have had that, right? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Hall, like you said, that last run, I mean, he did a great job against him. He did the entire game. And then all of a sudden he hits that one. Um, they probably put him over, over top of it. But, hey, look, you know what? This is what I love about this this betting deal, okay? It's like you could take some of what Tasia has and then some of what you have, and, then, you know, you feel like you want to put this combination together to make it a, a better bet. Uh, then you have the ability to do so. So oh, yeah. I don't think any of those crazy, actually the ones that you have up there was crazy at all. I don't. No. I mean, and the, the under hit Tage is under barely. I mean, you had four, under 42 and it was 43 was the, uh, the, the, the final score. I mean, that was at first I, I thought it was going to be like one of those games where it was like, like 30 to nothing. Obviously we start out like, you know, guns ablaze and they would say 17 mm-hmm. nothing, and then like, that just stalled, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's no way they can like come back." And well, they did. Um, yeah, but that's one thing we haven't really had any like kind of these crazy outlandish bets. Like um, I was, I saw somebody posted, uh, someone posted a parlay from last night's game, the Bears game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had Justin Fields over 275 yards passing. They had him having three plus touchdowns, and they had Chicago Bears minus six and a half. So they sold points on the Bears, and so the Bears are going to win by more than uh, six and a half points. The person paid like a hundred dollars to win like like three grand or something like that. So something something crazy. I think it was. I actually think it was more than that. But wild. Yeah. Uh, how many of those did he put together this year that did not hit that weren't post worthy? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, he would have been very disappointed so far. He's definitely been over uh, three before that. I'll tell you that much. Throwing a lot of money. For me. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the person bet fifty. So the person bet fifty on that to win eleven thousand dollars, not three thousand dollars. Fifty to win th- eleven thousand on that. But you're looking at that bet before the game, like, wait, they're, the Bears are going to win by six and a half points. You're selling all that all those points, and on top of that, Fields has to have three touchdowns and two hundred seventy-five yards passing. But the thing is, that game strip goes together, right? If you're going to bet on like Fields having like a career day, they're probably going to win or blow the team out. That's like, true. You know, so like. Those two things you're saying, we kill a team and it's because of fields. And you just do that. If you do that every week, I guess one or if, if, unless he has one of the worst years of a career, one week he's going to hit that. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, if you got $50 to spend too, I mean, why not? Right. You yeah. got it. Why not? I mean, shoot, that to me, <laughs> get 11 grand. <laughs> Great bet. Sure. Nice little return there, JD. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> you just got those things out there, right? It's the same yeah. thing. Like, so, you know, I do the betting here obviously because of the horses in Kentucky, right? I love when we have, you know, Keenan going and the Derby. So I, you, you always had to throw a long shot in there. You just have to. You had to put money on a long shot just to see if it comes around, right? That's, you have that's to. It. Yeah, and last week, uh, obviously, everyone was laughing about Mahomes. Uh, people were trying to say Mahomes took money to uh, to not get in the end zone at the end of the game. Um, I didn't think that, obviously. I Obviously, I'm smart enough to know that no one's taking money like that, or right? especially Mahomes. Uh, but I had a, I made a bet that on Sunday I bet five dollars to win a thousand. I had Jaguars to win, Buffalo to win, Tennessee to win, Baltimore, Denver, which came back at the end of the game. Uh, Buccaneers to win, they were underdog. Redskins uh, to cover nine and a half points, and the Vikings to win. And I also had the Chiefs minus five and a half. They were the last game of the night, and I won a bunch of other bets too. But that was the, that was the other one. It was five to win a thousand ninety two. Mahomes runs that touchdown in JD. I'm a thousand dollars richer today. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Hey, hey, here's the problem, though. You know, he had to stay with the script. So he he gets off the NFL script, man. That, that, <laughs> it's true. Issues, so. That's true. <laughs> um, but uh, so obviously looking at the bets. Um, so overall the season, Tasia is eleven and fifteen. We've been doing this the fourth week we're doing it. Tasia is eleven fifteen on his prop bets, which is really good as far as looking at percentages. Uh, four out of five the first two weeks, then three out of five last week. I, on the other hand, um, I would two of five, two of five, so four to ten. Then last week three out of five, so I'm seven of fifteen. I'm not 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 doing well compared to Tasia right now. But um, it's a new week. I'm looking to go five out of five, and that's a, that's a that'll be a win. It'll be the first win we've had on the show really. Um, but again, as JD said. You don't have to pick the five. You don't have to pick four. You don't have to pick three. If you like two of the bets, take two of them. If you like one of the bets really like a lot, just take that one bet. That's you're, you're going to win. If, if you go half the time, you do individual bets when it comes to these. You're going to win out every time. Um, but 
Obviously, the, the props, doing five legs, you bet 25, you can win a lot more. It's more like a lotto ticket versus taking one and putting 25 on it, you know. But, um, but yeah, again, this, we just do five just because it's fun to see the five different props, the, the, the ones we like the most. You, you can always just do individual bets. You can just do one with that. Um, so, Tasia, uh, you're going to begin here with our uh, – our bets for, for week five. So I did a, I did kind of a mix of those things. I tried to go safer with my five leg. Um, I'll start off with cousins, 34 pass attempts, which is, which is an alt line. I forgot what the actual line is. Um, we've only allowed one QB to have less attempts than this. And that was, you guessed it fields. Uh, so I didn't even count. But everyone else went above that. Uh, Kirk, on the other hand, has only gone below 44 attempts once. So if you want to push it to maybe 38 attempts, I think you'd still probably get that, seeing how I think the only guy who who went less than that other than Fields was Goff. But I think even Goff was like 30, maybe 36, or he was around there. Um, and the only game um, that he went below 44 attempts for Cousins was the Panthers, and they controlled the, the game and whatnot. So I expect this to go slightly differently than the Panther game for him. Um, so 34 attempts for cousins, uh, Madison under 50 and a half rushing yards. So he has two games with, uh, 90 yards rushing, and then he has two games with 20, 30 yards rushing. Um, I think we'll, my, Miami, I think Minnesota will get caught up a little more, um, in the passing game, uh, thinking they have to engage in a shootout because they're facing Mahomes. I expect his carries to come down. I'd say in the like 13 range. I'd expect him to average in the 3.5 area, which would put him about 45 and a half. Um, I personally, I, I really think I'm going to be specific. I think he starts out getting the majority of carries. I think he starts getting stuffed in the beginning and they start giving acres a little more work. So I think under 50 and a half for Madison. Um, I'll stick with Madison actually. So I think he gets three catches, three plus catches which he's done in three out of four games. The Vikings like to throw a ton. We know that from, you know, Cousins, you know, most of his games having 44 or more attempts. Um, I think they'll do more in this game. It's more of the same of uh, tossing it a bunch. The only game they didn't throw it a lot again was Carolina because we know why. The game script just didn't match there. Um, I've heard that they don't trust Akers in pass protection, at least not just yet, seeing how he's only been there for, you know, a week and a half or so. Um, so I think Madison will continue to be in on most of the passing downs. I think catching three balls will be easy in a game where they'll be probably dumping off a lot, looking for outlets. Um, the next one, Hawkinson, 25 yards receiving, uh, which is also an alt line. It's pretty much, that should just be a gimme as close to a gimme as you can get. I think he gets it easily. Um, we have not been created against tight ends. I think all but one have recorded at least four catches against us. So, um, at the time I did this, they didn't have his receptions up. So if you can do an all-line of receptions, I would say four receptions, whatever pays more, 25 yards receiving or four receptions. But I'll go with 25 yards for now. Lastly, Mahomes, two passing TDs. Minnesota's defense has not been good. Mahomes, I don't really need to go that deep into that one, I, I don't think. So uh, two passing touchdowns for Mahomes. Um, 25 wins you 125. Not a lot, but you're also buying down, getting some insurance, and um, these are pretty safe bets. They are pretty safe. I will, I will say that. Um, JD, mm-hmm. what, are your, what are your thoughts, baby? What do you think about this? I mean, I, I like each and every one of them. Every, every single one of the numbers, I, I, I mean, rings true, to be honest with you. Like you said, we know that that's one part of the game is Cousins going to pass the ball around the, the place. That's what he That's what he does. And so he's got the guys to catch the football. So 34 attempts, um, I think that's an easy bet. I like it a lot. Madison, the 50.5 rushing yards, right? 15 at 50 and a half. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, I, I do believe he'll be, he'll be below that. I think this is kind of the, the week that Cam Akers kind of gets up. Uh, Madison hadn't really been their guy, you know, as far as like rushing the football. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the rushing yards. He had 34, 28, 93, and 95 uh, the last two games. So 95 last game, 93 the one before that. Uh but I think this this is going to be a challenge for our defense also. Uh, defensive line, we had a mediocre game last week. Uh, Bolton will be back, uh, of course. Uh, so I don't think they're going to get their yards on the, on the ground against us. I just I just don't. Uh, so I think we have a really stout defensive line that's going to stop that. 
And like I said, Cam Akers is going to be the guy probably doing more of the running than anything else as opposed to Madison. Uh, TJ uh, Hawkinson, you said 25 yards. Is that it? Is that what you had? Unless he gets hurt the very first catch, uh, I, I think that's a winner. I, I, you know, I really do. I mean, that's, that's, you, have, you have that by halftime. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shoot, probably uh, at the first quarter. Hey, but yeah, you're right. Maybe by the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. So that, that seems like a pretty safe bet. So I like all of them. Now, the Mahomes, the two passing touchdowns. Uh, I like that. I like Mahomes having the two passing touchdowns. I think he'll have at least two, no doubt about it. Especially because of all the the hoopla surrounding the wide receiver room, the tight ends, uh, PM fifteen kind of get back on a horse about uh, him playing well, him making better decisions, and I think uh, with him probably trying to emphasize checking the ball down to the backs and just giving balls to guys to make up, you know, have opportunity to score, um, is going to be something in their wheelhouse this week. I think they're going to emphasize for sure. So I think it's a safe bet. Mahomes having at least two passing touchdowns, no doubt about it. Um, so I like it, each and every one of them. I think he's a pretty good, pretty good bet. Now what? Now what's? Now what is it now for the twenty five dollar bet? What is? What are you looking at? Twenty five wins, one twenty five. One twenty five. Okay. All right. Twenty five wins, one twenty five. It's a good bet right there. Great bet. They gobble things right there. Hit man. I think I'm most worried about Madison under fifty. Um, and that would just be how much faith we have in what I think the game script's going to be. And I think it's just going to – I think I just see the Vikings bailing on the run pretty early. Yeah, I just – you know what? With Cam Akers um, there, I really do believe that now it's like, okay, look, we've, you've had the opportunity to run the football. You've gotten a lot of people talking about how bad you are. You're not Dalvin Cook. Uh, that's the reason they brought Cam Makers up there. Um, and so I think they put Cam Makers in to try to get the yards as opposed for him to do it. So that will still put him in, you know, trying to get the reception. That's I think that's where he, he comes in uh, with the receiving yards. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think all the best men look pretty safe. Uh, so. Yeah. I want to say, Marks, before you go, too, I know we went three for five last week. But by the way, that is – that's good for a betting percentage. Sixty percent, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's that's professional gambler. Like they say, anything over fifty is like really good. Hey, we're prof- we're professional NFL uh, watchers, so uh, yeah, you know, we, we, we we know we're talking about a little bit, right, JD? Yeah, man. Shoot, we play the numbers. That's how it works, right? Shoot, yeah, sir. Couple wins and stuff. This 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 is what we're looking for. So if if, if you got some money. To, to, to put out the day and, you know, try to make a little bit of dough, put it in your pocket. These are some good bets right here, man. These are some good bets laid out. So, yeah. um, um, I will say, um, I know we have a show this week. We did game picks, JD, but the better in me sees this game. And I'm looking at so the line start up when we did the show the other day, it was five and a half points we were favored by. It's now uh-huh. we're, th- we're now we're a three and a half point favorite. And as a fan, as a Chiefs fan, obviously I think we're going to win, right? And I want us to win. But like as a better, if I was looking at this game, uh, like the way I'm looking at the um, uh, which game is that I'm looking at this week? That's like a weird spread. Uh, gosh, like the, the Rams and Eagles game. Rams are only a four and a half point dog in that game, and I'm like, that's a really low spread for a team that you know hasn't really looked. I mean, they looked all right. The Phillies, you know, firing all cylinders. Cooper Cup, baby. I know Cooper Cup's back. That effect, but like. Looking at the spread, three and a half points. I like it. Like it's a low, it's a low line to get the Chiefs, but we should. We, I mean, we shouldn't be a three and a half point favorite against the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, other than beating the Minnesota uh, Carolina last week, it's not really like they don't really have any quality wins, and we haven't looked right. But their defense it hasn't looked good by any means. So like it's just weird. I, I could easily see us losing this game on Sunday. Now looking at that, looking at the spread, the way the spread is. But well, I think I think what it the the problem is. You know, when teams are trying to, you know, find themselves and, and understand that there's a pivotal point that you have to try to change and turn things around. Okay. Why not try to do it against the Super Bowl champs? And so if you know this is something that can, can absolutely uh, energize you as a team and as an organization, uh, this would be a great win. And obviously, if you sit there and you look at the Jets uh, having uh, Zach Wilson, 
who hadn't been spectacular at no point, especially only time he shows up is against the Chiefs. Kirk Cousins probably licking their chops. They're sitting there saying the same thing. Like, well, shoot, we got the matchup with uh, TJ. We got the matchup with uh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, we know we could throw the, the football on them. All we had to do was just keep those guys from scoring, right? And I think you, what you're going to do defensively is kind of the same thing they did against us, uh, the Jets did against us last week. And so a lot of that is, yeah, let's drop seven, rush four, or rush three and have a guy spy Patrick Mahomes. Look, I, I think, you know, spying Patrick, that's a, that's a tough deal for him to do because what you do is you negate his legs. You negate his legs. And so if you haven't been successful in the passing game uh, and guys are not necessarily getting open, but, I, you know, I've seen videos of guys getting open, you know, the course of concepts and whatnot. You know, everything, the offense is predicated off how PM15 is playing. Pure and simple. We could talk about the wide receivers all we want to, but after going back over the video, looking at the film, PM15 just didn't have a very good game as far as decision making. He just didn't. Uh, and he, he alluded to that. He said that is, and said as much. Uh, I think a lot of people don't want to say that because Patrick Mahomes is the golden the golden child and nobody wants to talk about PM15. But, you know, he was he was – you know, he was talking about the negativity of things he was making as far as decision, uh, you know, as far as in the game. So yeah. I think, man, uh, if they come in, they're going to try to make sure that we don't score any points. And like I said before, you want to make sure you shut down PM15, give him everything to look at, make sure the guys are not open, but at least put a spy on him so he's not running and killing you with his legs. Yeah. No, I agree. And the uh, highest over-under for the weekend uh, at 53 points. So they expect this game to be a high-scoring game. I believe they opened up at 53 and a half. It's come down to 53, but you can obviously alt-line that. And uh, you'll see that in my bets, actually. Where, where did it open to? Where did it open? It I was, thought it opened it at was 53 and a half. It was what it opened up at. It's 53 now. Oh, I don't. I didn't have that number. I had I had it opened up at like 52. Interesting. Oh, okay. Or no, I'm sorry. No, it opened up, it opened up at – I saw 51 and a half, and now it's 52 and a half. Oh, no, I have it right now. It's fifty-three. Uh, okay, so it just it depends on the sports book. Yeah, but you know, ninety-three percent of the money is in the over. Interesting. Hmm. Well, it is interesting. I, I, that was that was I was looking at that one too. I was like, wait a minute, ninety uh, percent of money only gone one point. Yeah, I mean the, the lines come down. I mean people are betting this game ridiculously five and a half to three and a half. That's two two whole points. It's going down. That's a lot. Yeah, that, that, that's movement. Uh, but anyway, I'll, I'll begin on my bet. So my first bet is uh, TJ Hawkinson, 50-plus yards receiving. Um, if you watched our episode this week, J.D. and I talked about covering the tight ends because obviously that's been a big issue for us this season. Chiefs are giving up five catches, 45 yards uh, on average a game. And the five catches, 45 yards, that's with like six targets a game too. So pretty much they're catching. If, you, if they're throwing a tight end, they're pretty much catching every ball that goes their way. Um, so – and Cousins obviously uh, loves peppering his boy uh, uh, T.J. Hawkinson with targets. T.J. Hawkinson averages around eight uh, targets a game, uh, so a- averages eight targets a game based on the way we're, we're, we're doing things. If he gets eight targets, seven catches for God knows more than forty-five yards probably. Um, yeah. The the other tight ends we've played against, you got Sam Laporta, Evan Ingram, and then T.J. Hawkinson. All three of these guys. So we've played against two of them. These two other guys, uh, Ingram and uh, Laporta both top three in receiving yards and catches. We played against both of them. Now TJ Hawkinson would be the third guy. So we play against the top three guys only and, and Laporta and Evan Ingram. The only common analogy there is they played against the chiefs at TJ Hawkinson in there. He'll I'm sure he'll be uh, leading in both those categories. Um, but yeah, I have him over 50 yards receiving. I think that was an alt line. The actual over under frame is like 53 and a half, I believe. Yeah. Um, so honestly, you could probably go, you could probably be all right with 53 and a half uh, receiving yards from him. Um, my next one, Patrick Mahomes over 319 and a half yards rushing and passing. So this is the, one of the ones where you can do a rush and pass 319 total yards. Um, mm. we've talked about it. JD talked about, you know, spying him because he's been so lethal at running the ball this year. Uh, most yards through the first four games, um, already, uh, this season that he's ever had before, uh, has 154 yards on the ground, averaging about 39 yards a ground, uh, on the ground a game. Um, which would mean he only needs to throw 280 yards through the air if he just gets his average as far as running the ball. Um, Minnesota is giving up the 13th most uh, passing yards in the league this year. They gave up one of the most uh, perfect games to a quarterback a couple weeks ago to the Chargers, Justin Herbert, 40 of 47 for 405 yards, something ridiculous. Um, the thing that I, I really like 
because you can even take Mahomes' individual his passing yards this week, and I really love Mahomes have a big week. I love Tejas' two-plus touchdowns, and I love him having over 300 yards passing this week. But I like this one as more safer because you can get a little bit of his rushing and his passing if he doesn't exceed the 300 yards. But we're going against Brian Flores. And the thing about Brian Flores, he loves blitzing. Minnesota Vikings have the highest blitz rate in the league, 57%. Um, Mahomes, ironically enough, uh, at, since 2018, he's been the least blitzed quarterback in the league. Uh, when Mahomes is blitzed more than 20% of the time, he is 20-1 in um, all-time record when he's blitzed more than 20% of the time in a game. Um, and, yeah, the stats here for him um, – he has a 55 – this is composed well for you, Tasia. 55 to 6 touchdown interception ratio when blitzed. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I think that he's going to have a big blow-up game this week, and I think it's going to be uh, because of the, the, the blitzing aspect. They asked Flores about it. Flores says that they're going to throw a lot of different things at him this week. But, yes, they are going to be bringing the blitz against him, but they're going to throw up a lot of different things at him um, this weekend. Uh, also, if you want to throw in some Jet McKinnon or Travis Kelsey bets in there because of this blitz aspect – uh, Jed McKinnon has a 26.7% target rate versus the blitz and Travis Kelsey has a 29.5% target rate versus the blitz. So he loves throwing to those guys when he, when he gets blitz. Um, my third one, um, my third bet here is uh, Kirk cousins over one and a half, over 0.5 interceptions. Obviously uh, our turnover differentials again, it's middle of the pack. We're not, not really getting ca- causing a lot of turnover, especially interceptions. Only one of seven teams that doesn't have an interception this year um, or has one interception this year. I think we're going to get one. Kirk Cousins is throwing an interception in every game of the season besides one, and that's just Kirk's thing. You know, I, I, I really, I'm really i betting on us to finally just have an interception. I mean, I don't think it's – if, if Tasia, you have uh, 34 passing attempts. If they're going to be throwing that much in the game over that, Chances are we got to get one at some point here, and I'm, I'm betting on Kirk Cousins being our our second uh, victim uh, to get an interception this week. Really, not many stats on that one. We only have one for the season, and we're going against a guy who's played who's thrown interception three to four games so far. So that's really like where I'm going with this. I think it's just we're due we're due for an interception. It's not asking for a lot for a team that throws as much as they do. Um, and then uh, talked about the over uh, over 48 and a half points. Um, uh, also with the blitz uh, thing, this also ties into the, the blitzing aspect of it. So I think we're going to score a lot this week. The Chiefs average five points more a game when Mahomes is blitzed more than 20% of the time. So right then and there, I think if Ryan Flores continues with what they've been doing all season long, I think we're going to, Mahomes is going to do his thing, and, and his, history shows what he does uh, when he does get blitzed. Um, the over is 13-8 and eight when Mahomes is blitzed 20% of the time as well. So – the over hits that many times. Uh, and and we're also, this is a 48 foot and a half points, so and we're buying points in this. We're buying about five points here to get this down to uh, 48 and a half for the over under. So if Mahomes, is getting, if Mahomes is averaging five points more a game when he's blitz 20% of the time, and we're talking about a team that blitz 50, blitzes 57% of the time, I think uh, I think we'll have that, that this, uh, this alt over here. And then my last one, uh, Kirk Cousins over 26 and a half completions. Just like Tasia, I think he's going to be throwing a lot. Uh, Kirk Cousins has exceeded 26 and a half completions every game of the season besides one game in the last week against Carolina game script yeah. game script did that. Um, and I think, yeah, I think he'll be uh, doing that because he's done it every game besides the Carolina game and they were, and they were leading pretty much the entire game. So he, he had to do that. So, um, as far yeah. as trends go throughout the Carolina game for Minnesota. Yep. No, I agree. I agree. So, J.D., that does my five there, and that's 25 to win $212.50. <laughs> and actually, that, that was when I did that earlier. I just did it a little while ago. 25 will win you 225 now, so it goes up oh, to 1250 cool. <laughs> right. So, J.D., what are your thoughts on uh, on that soliloquy right there? Uh, so, you know, we talked about T.J. Uh, having 50-plus receiving yards, uh, you know, they – if you're not Justin Jefferson, then you know the other guy that he's going to be throwing to is TJ Hawkinson. Uh, we we understand that. So 50 yards, definitely. We we're getting Bolton back. Uh, Bolton is is uh I'm trying to be nice here. He's not yeah. as he, well. He look. He, he's he's not a good cover guy. Well, he's not the best. Let me put it that way. But he can cover uh, in space. Uh, TJ is a very uh, very Talented tight end, uh, we understand that uh, he'll be the second best tight end out there on the field. Okay, 
Uh, the first one is we know Travis uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, no doubt about it. But TJ getting 50 yards, I could definitely see that. I mean, I, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't feed, especially against a team like this. We know when you have a, a great competitor in the last three games, you see how they were just peppering TJ. We, we know that. Cousins is going to be looking for him uh, for sure. Uh, now the Mahomes, 319. That's the, so that's rush and pass. Yep. Uh, so I uh, – yeah, I, I think he'll, he'll reach that, no doubt about it rushing and passing. I don't think he will be as effective with his legs this week. Um, I do think that he's going to let the guys around him uh, do their thing. I think he's just let the guys around him play, make plays. Uh, but he's going to facilitate that. And I don't think he has to put everything on his shoulders because I think it's part of the problem because he had been putting a lot on his shoulders just to pressure. If guys are not getting open, well, I'm not, I'm not getting the D pass. Well, let me go do something. And he's been missing other guys that, that you know, can take the deacon the dunk, right? I can take the five yards, the 10 yards here. Or I'm not looking for Kelsey. I can throw to, you know, my back up the back foot, whether it be Pacheco or McKinnon or CH. Uh, and so I think he, he's going to, like I said before, he's going to, he's definitely going to emphasize that. Uh, so 319.5, I think is an easy bet. I do like that. JD, as far as the, the rushing aspect, this is something I, I couldn't find. His rushing yards, I was looking really hard, looking at the rushing for, for him when he's blitzed. Yeah. Uh, does that well, higher blitz rate, would you see that can be beneficial to his rushing or not? No, not at all. Not at all. Because if, if, if I'm blowing Brian Flores and what you do with the blitz, you make sure that quarterback is contained from the outside, right? You make sure everybody stays at home, but everybody sits inside it cuts down all the lanes. And so that's one thing you just, you, you just got to make sure you, you that you do. You also got to think and emphasize that one thing that hurt us last week on the offensive line was the ET stunts. It was the stunts. And so I know Flores seen that. He's probably going to do a lot more of that probably this week coming up. Uh, and what ends up happening is if our guard and our, our tackles are not on the same level at a certain point, we're not passing it off. Uh, that's going to be a huge, huge problem uh, for us. So we got we got to hold up, really do uh, against that blitz. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely going to hurt him in rushing. If anything, uh, it might put him more in the negative because we know Patrick likes to retreat. We know he likes to try to make plays and extend plays with his legs. But if you take those lanes away from him from running and just make sure he, he don't let you don't let him get outside of you, uh, then that's that's where. Uh, they can be effective against Patrick. So that's why I said I think it's going to be good for those guys. But I think if you do that, he's going to hit you with his his, his strong suit, which is passing the football, right? Now we're going to see some magical stuff out of PM15, what we needed to see. Now we get to see the Grim Reaper all over again with PM15. That's what I'm looking for. So that's what I want to see come back. This guy come back with a vengeance because he hadn't really had some really good games and everybody's been talking about it. I know he's feeling it. Uh, he's been getting a lot of the stuff taken off his shoulders because of uh, uh, Taylor Swift has been there. The Swift has been kind of taking some of the shine away from him. <laughs> so I think he's got to get this back, man. So I think it's part of it. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, Cousins with the the .5 INT. Okay. That right there is kind of a question to me. Yeah. Uh, we know it's what he does. You know, Cousins is always good, at least for one a game, at least one a game. Uh, but I think he'll try to play as perfect a football game as possible as he can. I, I, I think he, he's, he's going to concentrate that he's going to try to be the best quarterback in the building uh, that game. Uh, so I, I don't think mm, it's just a question to me. And like you said, we haven't really been stingy with, you know, getting interceptions. We just haven't. We haven't really been in, in, in positions to make it. We will if Spags decides to blitz him. If he blitzes him, yeah, it'd be a little bit different. And so, you know, you got to hold up with Justin Jefferson on the outside and you had to hold up with TJ. Uh, but I don't know. that INT, are the Chiefs ready to get another uh, interception? We do need another one. Uh, I know Spags is going to be emphasizing that. But that's a little that's a little question to me. Okay. He has four in the, the past four games, but I, I don't know if the Chiefs are ready to get another one. Are they ready for another one to, get, to come back? That's a good question. Uh, total points covered, 48.5. Uh, now, obviously, my 
Uh, when I made my prediction, I had us 31 to 24 beating the Vikings. So that's 55 points. I do believe we're going to have over 48.5. I really do. Uh, and I think it's going to be predicated off of, you know, who's going to have the ball. It's, it's really uh, time of possession. That's what I'm looking at. Time of possession. If you could, if you could get them out of sorts, get it out of cousins hands, maybe make it a turnover. If you do that, then yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we'll definitely win this game, but yeah, 48.5. I think we'll definitely cover that. Cousins over 26.5 completion rate. Uh, you said every game he's had over, you know, 26.5. I think it's pretty, uh, pretty standard. I think he'll, he'll, he'll definitely make that. They'll be behind. So he'll know he'll start throwing the ball. Right. And we know drives like that, man, they, they can get going. Like I said before, they're one of those teams where you start looking at like, man, where you been at the whole game? Yeah. You know, and they'll just start making completions. And so mm-hmm. 26.5, man, I, I really do. I, I do like that. Um, so hopefully our, our defense is stingy. Hopefully they're, they're stingy uh, and he doesn't hit that. But, you know, because of what he he's, you know, just the history, what he's been doing, 26.5 does seem doable. Uh, so with that being said, I think $25 is not a bad bet, Marcus. I don't think it's a bad bet for that to win the two, 225 now, right? You said it's 225 Yeah, it's, it's gone up to 225 yep. Yeah, I, I, I could lay 25 down off for something like that. I really can. Uh, and the thing is, if, if I don't win it, I just win it with Tasia's bets. How about that? <laughs> Get your money back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, so if I'm if, so my estimation, looking at both these, the Dash brothers, uh, in this competition of uh, your bets laying down, I definitely like uh, Tasia's more so than I like yours, Marcus. Uh, but I think both of y'all have uh, uh, pretty solid takes on everything. I really yeah. do. Uh, so I'm, I'm not mad at either one. I'm not mad at either one. I think if you lay $25 on, on both bets, I think you come out. And with the, Matter of fact, I'm looking for both of y'all to hit, right? That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for both of y'all to actually hit on this. Well, if I lose the Hawkinson one, so does he. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's 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 a good bet. But I think Tasia wins on this one. I, I think it's, it's – it's, to me, it's kind of a no-brainer. It looks like a pretty easy bet, like it's following this. Uh, it's safer. That's why you make less money. Much, yeah, much safer. Much safer. Uh, but, yeah, man, Tasia wins this one. Tasia wins this one. I just saw last time we faced Flores, he threw three picks against them, huh? Oh, and the, the Miami Dolphins game? Yeah, I looked that up, though. None of those picks were on blitzes. None were, but he threw. He was throwing them off his game, though, with the blitzes. Yeah. He yeah. had a pretty good game that game as far as yardage and touchdowns-wise, though. Didn't I mean, yeah, yeah. I think, I think he still, we still won, but uh, – but yeah, that that also probably means Flores will be like, "Well, I got Patty to throw three picks. I'll, why not do the same thing again?" Yeah, yeah. It, well, I'm, I guarantee he's emphasizing. I, I get this week he's emphasizing. Patrick Mahomes will give up the football. I had three against him last time. He will give up the football. Yep. You know he's not invincible. We seen last week what he did. He gave up two last week. Let's keep him in, in that same. Uh, you know, in the same house, doing the same thing. How about we do that, okay? Keep the pressure on him, whatever it may be. He can give it up. They're still trying to figure these things out. And I know he's emphasizing they got young receivers. We ain't got nobody else but Travis Kelsey. I guarantee Flores is saying that right now in the meetings. I promise you he is. So um, they, look, they're going to they're gonna come out to our offense, man. They're going to come out to our offense. And they know there's a lot of questions there. They know there's a lot of questions offensively about what we're doing, what direction we're going. Uh, and he's going to try to exploit every every bit of it. Believe me, he's going to try to exploit every bit of it. So, J.D., you played, obviously, um, against the Vikings in Minnesota. How hard is it to play in Minnesota? Cause, yeah, that's one thing that a lot of people always talk about, playing in that dome in yeah. Minnesota. It's very, it's one of the toughest places to play consistently. Play. People always say it's like an underrated stadium that people don't ever bring up a lot when, I talk, when you talk about toughest places to play. Man, Would you consider loud. that one of the toughest places to play? Uh, yeah, definitely one up there, man. It's loud in, in Minnesota. It really is, you know. Especially, you know, trying like it's on the end trying to hear yourself. Oh man, you know, you bringing this point up, and you know, we've had a problem with 
you know, lining up, offsides, all those different things. You know, and, and if any of those things happen in this game, which happened last last game against us, some of those things, that could take us out of whack. That could really take us out of whack. And so they're trying to have a big win against us up there in Minnesota, no doubt about it. And I know they're going to try to get the crowd in there and get the crowd in there early. They have some really dedicated fans in Minnesota, man, with the Vikings. They really do. Uh, and they let you know. They let you know it. They do. They let you know it all, every point of the game. They don't like you, you know, cursing you out, all those different things, man. It's just Minnesota, right? You know, Skull. Yeah, skull. So <laughs> these jokers will be ready, man. They're going to be ready. Uh, and so we, we can't uh, – we better come up here with an A game. If not, then we're going to be looking at uh, wondering and scratching our head what went wrong. Uh, and like I said, a, a team who's trying to get back on track, like Minnesota, what better time to do it, it, it than against Kansas City Chiefs, right? You know, who everybody is perceiving right now in the football world, NFL, that we're a little wounded. We're trying to figure things out. Yep. Just seriously, that, that's that's what we're looking at. And when, when we start talking to top tier teams. I don't really hear I don't hear conversations with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, it's everybody else in the NFC. That's what I hear. I'm hearing more of that, you know, NFC. These have the teams. The, that's what the, the Super Bowl, everything is, is is going to be won by the NFC teams. That's what I'm looking at, right? It's interesting you say that, J.D., because, like, uh, I feel like we what we beat New York, but the fact that it was so close, like, we're getting, like, the merits from that. Like, oh, man, this, this team, is they don't look right. We're getting like points taken off us for beating New York. Meanwhile, everyone's crowning Buffalo as the team to beat in the AFC, and they lost to New York. But somehow, we're the ones we, we look worse after beating New York than Buffalo does at losing to New York. <laughs> Man, that's first game of the season, though. That that's why I, I don't really put a lot of stock in that the, the Lions game either. The, the first loss that we had, and we was out Travis Kelsey and, and Chris Jones. We down two of our, our, our best players. We had a chance to win the game, so. First, first game of the season is 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 what it is, right? It, it is what it is. They they caught us on their best day, had a good game against us, they won. So be it. Same thing with the Bills. The Bills look terrible. They look horrible. We we I'll start thinking out like, man, is this true about what's going on with uh Josh Allen and, and Diggs? And so then we seen what they did against Miami last week. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. Maybe it's just you know, all this talk out here and this and that went really true. But Apparently they they figured some things out. They figured some things out, and so now it looks like oh yeah the Bills is on top because what they did in Miami. Of course Miami hangs up seventy on the Broncos, right? And then it's mm-hmm. but now man, I, I think everybody's looking at the Chiefs and saying what are they doing over there? Right? What do, who do they have in the room besides Travis Kelsey? You know, Patrick Mahomes. He, he have anybody else around him? You know, Pacheco. Is is running the football? The things they're not doing. That's not really them. McKinnon, he's not getting the game. What about this kid, Justin Ross? Is he any good? You know, they, so we hearing all these questions, right? And that's what ends up happening when you have the Super Bowl champs are not looking like Super Bowl champions. They're not, they don't like the defenders, but we are, and so we have a high standard, and everybody knows it. They want to. They want to say everything by the reason why we're winning. It's the refs. The refs helping us out, right? We hear, we hear everything. Yeah, it's, it's the refs. It's the refs. Man, it just it, – it just, uh, and I get it. I get it. We're, we're the most hated team in America right now. Nobody wants to see the Chiefs win again. They just don't, right? They just don't. I hated seeing uh, the, the uh, New York or New England win. I hated seeing them guys win. Yeah. Man, golly, just – can somebody knock these jokers off? Right? Anybody but them became the anybody mantra for, for rooting for the NFL. Right. Anybody but them. So that that's that's kind of where we are, man. I mean, every week we're going to be – when we're playing someone, it's a guarantee that it's always a bigger game for our opponent. Oh, no doubt. Every single week. No it's question. always a bigger game for them. Because not only because of the – um allure of playing the chiefs and that's their super bowl that that's why i said some of the props i picked last week the jets were because they didn't want to be shown up on national television by the chiefs 
So they're gonna they're gonna get up for that game. Even if your season's lost, if you're gonna get up for one game, it's gonna be the Chiefs. Casting that aside, we're talking about just making something of your season and trying to make the playoffs. If you're coming down and you're starting to get in a hole record-wise, like one and three uh Vikings, you don't want to be one and four. We no. Chiefs can afford to be it because we can roll off seven wins in a row and like make up for a bad start of our season. So it's usually always going to be the other team that's desperate against us. Yeah. It doesn't help when you have guys like uh, Tyreek Hill going on his podcast and uh, saying what he said. JD, did you see that JD? What uh, Tyreek said? Yeah, that I've never that. seen anyone who's more who has more sour grapes from leaving a team. He got his money, so great congratulations. And he has his podcast, but. I feel like his podcast for two years is literally centered around making comments about the Chiefs. It's like, dude, you have your own team now. Like, you have new storylines, new things to talk about. But yet, he loves talking about his former team. He um, said in his podcast uh, that the Chiefs got saved by the refs against the Jets, just like they got saved against the uh, the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Quote, the Chiefs got saved like that last year for real, though, against the Eagles in the Super Bowl, if we're being for real. Then they come back and get saved in the Jets game, maybe because Taylor Swift was in the building. I don't know what's going on. Hey, whatever Kelsey is doing. I know you're helping out the NFL. What a weird thing to say. Man, look, he, he knows it makes for good media. He, he knows if anybody's going to get upset, the ones he can poke is, is Chiefs fans. He yep. get them riled up yep. real quick, right? And so people will go there just so they could fuss at him. And what did he say and argue? He not, look, he knows he's going to get the views because of that, right? It's true. And so he's using his fan base for his viewership. That's That's what he does. Right. And I think somebody said, I think I've seen on Twitter, somebody said that he has a million uh, subscribers, but he only has a certain amount of view, viewership. Hmm. Well, it's probably even the Dolphins. It's probably the Chiefs fans. Yeah. <laughs> look. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, man, look. Look, Tyree's been gone. Okay. He's been gone. Look, he's been in South Beach enjoying himself. Fine. Cool. That's all right, man. We'll see you in Germany, whatever. All right. But, that, that, you know, we, we don't need it. He, you know, looking at that, being entertained by the things he says, like nothing to shock you with things he's going to say out of his mouth, right? And a lot of it is just the poking of like, you know, that's my old team, okay? I, I look at it as entertainment, it's fun, so be it, whatever. He, he knows what he's doing. He's doing the same thing the NFL's doing, cashing in off Swift. Of course. He's trying to get a little bite off it, a little, little topping off the pizza. Listen, <laughs> you can have a piece of pepperoni, JD. A little, a little piece of pepperoni yeah, just, yeah, on it. You look for that, right? <laughs> you look for that. The NFL, listen, the NFL, this collaboration just with uh, Taylor Swift and the NFL per se is one of the huge, greatest, hugest things that's possible right now because they're trying to make it global. So, why would they not, you know, get every little thing they can, every little nugget they possibly could to put out there, whether it be controversy? Or support, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just good. It's just it, it's a good sell. You know, for TV and media, it is. Yeah. It's great. It's great for great for the NFL. Yeah, and as long as we keep winning, I don't care if Taylor Swift's in the building, Christina Aguilera. I don't care who it is, JD. I just, I, <laughs> I just want us to keep winning, man. That's it. That's that's what it boils down to. It don't matter who who's in the building, man. As long as we come out with that dub, that's all I'm worried about. That's all that matters. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us. And remember, JD picked Tasia over me. So keep that in mind this week when you guys are watching the game and see who's propped as winning. <laughs> oh. But, um, but I like both of Marcus. I, I do. I like both of y'all. I, I do. I think Tasia's a little bit better. It's a little safer. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, I, I I agree. I I am gonna put twenty five on Tasia just to make my money back if I if I lose my. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you come. Mine's the insured, my bet's the insured version of yours. Yes, exactly. Just in case Cousins doesn't throw a pick, because I could totally see that happening where all four of them hit and then Cousins doesn't throw an interception. Like, oh, okay, I lose because of that. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're, if you're going to get Cousins, that's going to be early. Interception? That's going to be a bonehead early like Cousins mistake. I've seen it so many times with him. Yeah. And yeah. then he'll be really safe rest of the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That's true. He could be playing well. And then all of a sudden it's like, what the hell? What? Who is he looking at? Dude, just, he just he pulls one out of I don't know. I don't know. This well, is an arrow going, you know, early so. miscue. Yeah, I don't usually do the interception bet. I'm, I'm, I'm actually in my history of betting. I'm, I'm over. So this is another little nugget. Over one in betting over unders on interceptions. 
Uh, two weeks ago, the Thursday night game, I bet the under for Jared Goff's interceptions because he hasn't he had three interceptions like twenty straight games or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that first drive, he threw, he threw, he threw the interception to, to Green Bay. And I was like, oh well, bet's over, done. <laughs> but hopefully, I can. Hopefully, Cousins can have my back. You know, he'll pick. He'll pick me up. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he's he's good for one. We know this. So yeah, we'll all but one so far. We just gotta catch it if he throws it to us. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, and our luck so far, last two years, we're not, we're not the best in not getting those picks. But I think we're due. I, I think I think McDuffie, Josh Williams, one of those guys, Brian Cook maybe, someone, someone's due, I think, in that defense. I try to look for over team sacks, but my betting didn't offer it. Yeah, uh, DraftKings has not had that the last few games. They, so. have a, they have a Chiefs to record a sack, which is like minus like – 800 which is hey throw it in there it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. but, but I, I would take a you know i would take a, a little a couple of them to be honest with you two yeah. sacks would be pretty safe probably like minus like 400 500 but why not yeah cousins yeah. does take them oh yeah oh yeah but all right guys we hope you guys enjoyed the show we'll see you guys sunday right here right after the game right after we hopefully take care of business in minnesota and then of course monday JD and I will be back on Bleacher Report for some uh, Monday morning tight end with the uh, the day after grade report from our guy, JD. Yes, so. sir. Monday morning, morning, afternoon, more afternoon than morning. Hey, yeah. The, the Monday, I went with the Monday morning tight end just because it's a good, good flow. Yeah. <laughs> well, Monday afternoon tight end. We, we, we can make that a, a new a new term, Monday afternoon tight end. <laughs> we'll put something together, man. We'll put something together. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoy the weekend. I hope you guys uh, – let's make some money this weekend, everybody. Let's make, those TJ ducats. Come on. What'd you say? said, let's make those TJ ducats now. Come on. What'd you say? Let's make those TJ now. Come on. Yeah. Take it easy, everybody. Hey, man. Enjoy it. All right? Hope you have a good one. Yeah. Thanks, man. Later. See you guys. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.